We all know there are things in life you have to compromise on, like going out instead of staying in or eating fast food instead of cooking at home. But when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, their crossword puzzles, just because they're available right now, or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist, and these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. I know the next time I need a doctor, I'm definitely logging on to ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com bunny, B-U-N-N-I-E, and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C, dot com slash bunny b-u-n-n-i-e zocdoc.com slash bunny if you ask me nothing stinks more than when your husband dutch ovens you with a big ripe juicy one and then holds your head down under the covers except maybe body odor that's why i'm excited to tell you about lumi whole body deodorant lumi delivers outrageous 72 hour odor control everywhere from your pits to your feet and yes even those private parts as a special offer new customers get 15 percent off all lumi products with our exclusive code and link use code bunny b-u-n-n-i-e at lumideodorant.com that's l-u-m E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. You guys know I absolutely love Lumi. I rock it everywhere I go. I work long hours. So if I'm doing like a podcast run or if I'm out at one of my husband's shows or just overall anxiety ridden and I'm sweating, Lumi has saved me so many times, especially a toasted coconut. I feel like it masks my odor a little bit more and especially that right armpit that always smells like beef stroganoff. If you know, you know. Once again, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. What's up, guys? Don't forget to sub to Patreon so that you can see the visuals. Because not only do we have episodes of the podcast, we have exclusive content that nobody else sees on any other apps, behind the scenes, photo shoots, and we're dropping a whole bunch of surprising stuff this year. So if you guys don't want to miss out and you want to be the first to know, go over to our Patreon, www.dumblondunrated.com. Love ya. Is this thing on? Bonnie, who used to be a former sex worker and now hosts the podcast Dumb Blonde. Most little girls grow up wanting to be doctors and lawyers and shit. And I was like, I want to be super hot, make a lot of fucking money and be a rock star's wife. That was my goal as a child. And <laughs> here we are. <laughs> What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. Today, I have my personal favorite TikTok star. I know that you're so much more than a TikTok star, but I know a lot of people know Morgan Presley on TikTok. 
What's up, baby? How are you? Not much. What's up? <laughs> She's like, with good. that kind of intro. <laughs> no, I'm doing good. You're always one yeah. of my, you're one of my favorite creators because you are so funny, dude. Oh, thank you. Like your stuff is original. It's um, uh, it's you relatable. You know, you're sitting on the toilet shitting, like, yeah. you know, all that stuff just really tickles my pickle. You just put the whole life out there. Yeah. No, I love that. <laughs> Unapologetically. How are you? Welcome to Nashville. Yeah, it's hot here. Uh, humid. Yeah. It's humid because I'm from Vegas. So my husband's yeah. always like, it's fucking hot. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. No, Vegas I'm is like, different. It's dry heat. No, it's This brutal. is like humid. Yeah. I don't know. I think I would rather prefer humid over dry. How about really? you? I don't know. I kind of like the humidity. Yeah? Yeah. Because it like... I like sweating. It yeah. Makes you feel good. Yeah. And it like, me too. leaves a good glow. Yeah. Like dewy. You don't feel yeah. like you're aging no, as you're right? sitting there. No. I wonder if that's like a scientific thing. Yeah. It could be. We like humidity that helps you not age. We need to look that up. Yeah, we do. I Possibly. think that's important to know. I know. Because then I'll be moving. Yeah. California. Google that, Haley. Google that for me and yeah. let me know. I'll I be think moving that... from California if so. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Or be getting Botox. Either one. Well, listen, join the club, baby. I'm fucking... I know. I'm getting a head wrinkle. I'm like, I'm 24 years old. Why am I having a head wrinkle? Are you 23? Yeah. Don't 24. 24. Yeah. When's your birthday? Wrinkle. March 11th. I'm a Pisces. So you're Pisces. Yeah. I'm a Pisces Venus. We're lovers. Really? Oh, yeah, we are. We're dreamers and yeah. lovers. That's why you're so creative and artsy. Yeah. Makes more I like being alone and I like creating. <laughs> She's like, I hate But people. I also need to be loved. It's just <laughs> chaos. Isn't that such a fucking contradiction? Literally. I love being alone, but I need to be loved. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know more about your story. Okay. You opened up a little bit on TikTok and you had talked about your family. And I loved when you did that because... Mm. You know, nobody knows the girl behind the, I don't want to say facade, but I feel yeah. like we're all putting on a little bit of a facade on our social medias yeah. because that's who we are. We're just grandiose personalities mm. and we just have to, you know, we want to make people smile. We don't want to go on there and show the ups and downs and, you know, the re the, the too real. Like we want yeah. to be real, but not too real. Yeah. Um. So you were talking about, take me back. You grew up in Pennsylvania. Yes, I grew up in Pennsylvania. Um. And I grew up in a little little trailer with my family there. Um, my dad, he was a truck driver, and my mom didn't work. Um, then we moved to a little bit of a bigger house. Um, him and my mom had, like, this really rough relationship. That's something mm -hmm. I didn't talk about mm -hmm. um, in the TikTok. But, when you say rough, what do you mean? Um, it was very, like, verbally abusive. Um, it's hard to grow up in a house full of parents that argue. That's yeah. That was one of the reasons why I left home at 14. Yeah. I was so tired of hearing my parents fight. Yeah. I mean, the same thing happened for me. I was 17, and, like, as soon as I got the chance to leave, I did. Yeah. Yeah. There was no way I wanted to stay there. I didn't even have, like, a job, and mm -hmm. I left, like, an hour from home. Didn't have a job or anything, and I just saved up my money and left. Because mm -hmm. that was, like, the best thing that I could do for myself. I feel like we don't talk about verbal. I, I feel like everybody zeroes yeah. in on physical, but like emotional and verbal abuse, even mm -hmm. if it's not directed at you, you're growing up in such a chaotic household yeah. needs to be talked about. No, because that's, and it like it also warps your idea of what love is. Right. Which, you know, like fucked me up for a long time. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So I'm like sure you're still seeing like it. my mom like chuck a big like ceramic rooster into my dad's head and they were like tussling on the ground they never thought that like thought that my brother and i saw it yeah we would like hide behind the doors and like crack it and Aww. see what was happening and i don't think they ever like knew that we were watching that and seeing it but yeah, yeah we were like completely aware of it mm, that's gotta be tough yeah 
And then it's like you almost feel like you have to pick sides of the parent because it's like, you know, it's like you want to be mad at your dad, but you also love your dad, but you want to be mad at your mom for saying this to your dad. I know exactly how it is. And it just, it gets to a point where it's just uh, too much. Oh, it's an overload. Yeah. And like, that's how it was. My brother was like on my dad's side and like the arguments and stuff. And I was on like my mom's side and that's just how it was. Like we were completely like divided. Oh no. I hate that for you guys. It is what it is. It's all right. I don't even talk to anybody in my fucking family. (laughs) Sometimes that's the the better route. Literally. That's what I had to do to keep the peace in my fucking head was just cut everybody off and just fucking, you know, I have. No. And if that brings you peace and then that, that's what you need to do. Yeah. I didn't talk to my family for a few years, but recently I came back around and started talking to them and my dad apologized for, you know, whatever happened in my childhood and are your parents yeah. still together? No. They divorced whenever, um, like right after high school because they wanted to stay together for the kids. Aww. You know, time will I think that's the biggest mistake that parents make. Totally. Staying together for the kids yeah. can pretty much damage them more than if you guys split up and were happy and could learn how to co-parent together. A thousand percent. Like, yeah. I remember sleeping at my grandma's house. Mm. Like, I saw this TikTok. It was like, you don't know, you don't know parental trauma unless you stayed with your grandma. And I was Aww. like, damn, <laughs> I stayed with my grandma. We put our stuff in trash bags and left. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Yeah. So you said that you saved up money. Mm-hmm. So you still went to school during all this. Did you graduate high school? Yeah, I graduated okay. high school. Um, I went to college for only like five days before dropping out. Yeah. But I just, tell me it, to wait to don't, don't yeah. skim over that so fast. Okay. Let's talk about it. So you went to college mm-hmm. and you, what college did you go to? I went to a community college in okay. Florida. Um, and I got there and it was weird. Like I remember like getting my Starbucks before school in the morning and this was like right when the semester started, I would like sit in my car and I would see everyone so excited to go inside and I would go into my class and I would just be like, what am I doing here? Like, I don't, I don't even have like an idea of what I want to do with my life. Right. And I was sitting in this classroom learning fractions again for the 50th time. Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah. am I doing? Like, I it's don't... almost like we're programmed. Yeah. Like you have to go to college. You have to do this if you want to be successful. Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. And mm-hmm. also like, I hate being a people pleaser, but I wanted to please my parents. Right. Like they wanted me to go to college, you know, mm-hmm. cause like my parents didn't go to college when they were young. They didn't want me making that same mistake. And my older brother was already in college and I didn't want to be the person to be like, yeah, I'm going to go move out and work odd jobs until I figure out what I want to do. It just sounded stupid. Right. You but, want you, you wanted to please your parents, but yeah. at the same time have a game plan. Yeah. Well, clearly that didn't last long. Only uh, five days. No, that's fine. <laughs> I, I, like, I actually went to college for to get my prereqs to be a dentist. Yeah. And I went there for a week and I was like, I can't even stand the fucking sight of blood. What am I doing here? <laughs> Literally. I pass out when I see blood too. I don't blame you. Yeah. And it's then they told the me the suicide rate of dentists. And I was like, oh God, I'm already I've heard about that. Isn't that depressed. like some of the highest like yeah, suicide rates? Which Why? Is, I have no idea. I have no fucking idea. But honestly, I had this dentist. His name was Dr. In Vegas. Mm-hmm. And he was fucking insane. The dude would like... He would like do stuff in my mouth mm. and like if I was bleeding, he would be like, mm, your blood smells so fresh. What? Like, <laughs> what a like psycho. It. And then he told me one day about how he used to wash his horse naked and like it was crazy. And then fucking, I guess he had a house next door to the fucking dentist place that he worked uh-huh. out of and he used to throw rocks at little boys to like try to get them to come in his house. Yeah. No, it was, I've the, I've what had really the Jeffrey Dahmer is going on. <laughs> had really weird experience with dentists so yeah, yeah i was just like you know what after a week i was just like you know when something's not for yeah, you totally. you're just like no my heart's not in it i'm yeah. not gonna do it so you gave up going to mm-hmm. college after five days what do you do after that 
Well, that's when I decided to move to Orlando. Mm -hmm. So then I went to Orlando. I got a job working at Ulta because I was like, well, I like makeup. I can do this, I guess. Um, Worked there. Then I went to Dior. I did makeup for Dior for like a year. And then I ended up getting fired for breakdancing. (laughs) how rude you know i mean who doesn't want to bust a worm i know that's what i did (laughs) i literally busted a worm to michael jackson (laughs) that's hilarious i thought it was funny and i was wearing like a dior dress yeah like that's what you have to wear the uniform yeah and i like so i worked at a counter but there was also a manager for like the entire department store yeah and the manager for the department store was like yeah do it like kick off your your heels and go break dance so i like took off my heels and i just started doing the worm and then apparently someone from my dior counter recorded me and <laughs> sent it off to like the manager of like the whole thing what an asshole yeah. and then i was too embarrassed after she was like yelling at me and i just quit and i was mm. like well it probably trigger- triggered your childhood trauma yeah literally getting yelled at i was like know? i can't even be myself <laughs> i'm yeah. out of here but yeah, then I didn't do anything. Um, and then COVID started. And then that's when I started doing TikToks. Yeah, that's just crazy how yeah. life is. You go from working at a Dior counter to millions of followers on I know, TikTok. Which Take- is so weird. Like, I don't feel like I have followers on TikTok. Like, I keep, I keep trying to explain this to people, but I'm like, I feel so freaking normal. Yeah. Like, so normal that it hurts. Right. Like, I don't feel like I have any type of clout. So whenever people are like, oh my God, I love you. I'm like, why? yeah no i love that and that's why everybody does love you because you are so relatable yeah take me on the tiktok journey and is this are you in a relationship during this time yes okay because i've seen can we talk about that relationship i don't want to be disrespectful yeah okay cool yeah so talk about the relationship and then how you got into tiktok and then how you found out that he was cheating with okay yeah so basically that started in 20 2014 uh-huh oh okay wow and so you guys were together for a long time this just wasn't a flash in the pan no it was seven years wow yeah um that's who i moved out with whenever i was 17 so he was like you know what fuck it like the things with your family it's rough so we'll go was he older he was a year older than me okay so yeah so when i was 17 he was 18 that's how we were able to get, get an apartment because okay. he was a year older um but yeah we moved to orlando um i don't know things just started getting weird whenever i started doing tiktok um, um i went through like a little like i don't know like a phase of just like wow i can be myself again like i can you know do whatever i want so i cut my hair i dyed it brown um i gained a little bit of weight as well over covid like who didn't yeah you know? exactly. we were just sitting there eating the whole time There's nothing we could talk <laughs> about. we're all locked in a house yeah um but i remember one day i was walking by his gaming room he was a gamer red flag by the way don't do that um <laughs> my walking- husband's a gamer <laughs> oh never mind <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was walking by his room and I heard a girl's voice and I was like, okay, that's weird. But like, I'm not the jealous type where I'm going to be like, you're, you're streaming with a girl. Like you're done, whatever. But, um, the way he was talking to her was like the way that he would talk to me, Mm. like before things started getting weird. Like when we first met, like that flirty, whatever vibe. Um, And he's just doing this with you in the house. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. And I was like, hmm. So I talked to him about it and I was like, I feel uncomfortable the way you were talking to her it's not that you were talking to her it's just the way yeah because i can tell Your you know it's like voice, the woman's yeah. intuition you can tell when something's weird absolutely um so he was like okay like i won't talk to her anymore if it makes you uncomfortable and i was like cool you know whatever a year goes by um i walk by his room again and i hear the same girl i could tell it was her voice a year a goes year. by so yeah. he never talks to her again in front of you but i don't know right 
yeah so so what i found out he was doing is he would come check in check in on me at night make sure i was asleep and then go talk to her because i started staying awake for this like he would check on me i would pretend to sleep i would get up go to the door and hear him talking to her wow and i would sit there and listen into this conversation but the disrespect but the restraint that you have dude i would have fucking flown through that door so fast i know it was hard but like i felt so stuck because i was like this is like most of my life and this is into this person i don't know myself i can't get out of here because i had like maybe a hundred thousand followers i did i wasn't getting money yeah you know like i didn't have the income to just go and i wasn't seems to be a theme of you in your life peeking behind the door watching literally hurt you yeah. yeah that's a good point wow mm. <laughs> <laughs> no but um yeah so eventually um hold on let me think of where this is going um you would wake up and <laughs> oh yeah yeah so he would be talking to this girl um and i obviously couldn't leave because i didn't have the money for it um but yeah one day he said he was going on a beach vacation and i was like okay like he did that a couple times before where he would just go clear his head without me and I was like okay so I was going to LA he was going to a beach beach house thing um his sister actually sent me a snap like a snapchat like a screenshot of him with some girl why did she do that just to tip you yeah she was like hey like something's happening I don't know if you guys are broken up or what but he's with this girl wow yeah so when I came back to LA I was like okay well shout out to the sister though no literally she even to this day still messages me and checks in on me and she's so sweet that was his little sister too I think she was like 16 at the time Mm. but yeah major respect for her um but yeah after that that's whenever I decided to like get up and move um he also left he moved in with her you're leaving out a major part yeah though. but i didn't find out yet oh okay i okay. didn't know so <laughs> i'm like waiting with like bated breath yeah so basically how i found that out <laughs> um you know after a breakup you you creep on someone yeah for know? sure so i went on his instagram i saw a picture of them together and they were celebrating her 18th birthday a year after this had all been over mm yeah so i was like okay so you were talking to her two years ago which means she was 16 and how old was he he was 20 22 Mm. i couldn't imagine that is so weird yeah and it just like it it made me angry not at her but at him i'm like she's a kid she doesn't doesn't even know yeah you know and it i i don't want to say i get where she's coming from but I kind of do because well, he, he, he was loaded. He had you. money. Oh. And this girl got like lucky in a way. She was, she probably thought that this is everything for her, you know, right. little like knowing that he was like manipulative and probably would cheat on her too. Like, yeah, you know, oh, I he's wish gonna I could replace just... her with a newer model whenever yeah. she gets, you know, up yeah, there I in just age. felt so bad for her, but I'm not the person to be like, hey, by the way, like just letting you know who this person is. Like, well, just, that doesn't work anyways. No, Girls don't listen. Exactly. And she it's would, not my place to do that. Right. You know? yeah but yeah how are you feeling during this time just completely are you heartbroken or just pissed off she's like hell no (laughs) no i wasn't even heartbroken like i would tell my friends during this time i feel like i'm living with a roommate you know like i had hit milestones with my tiktok like i remember i had a million followers and i was so excited and i was like pumped and he was talking to her Mm. and i was like okay well never mind so i went down the highway blasted congratulations by post malone and living my best life but (laughs) Yeah, and whenever I left, I was happy and relieved. Yeah, that I didn't have to deal with it anymore. You know, he was jealous of you. No, I know that's what it was because he had been trying to stream 
like and be a professional streamer for years and years and years and years and it took me no effort to like well just being yourself because people love you for you being myself and it blew me up so quick so let's talk about how fast it blew you up yeah so you get on tiktok in 2020 late 2019 i think like october okay so take me on that journey um so starting off i was like i did not know what i was doing yeah like i was (laughs) i don't know i didn't even know how tiktok worked but someone we mutually follow gary vaynerchuk okay yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so i saw that he was like get on tiktok like tiktok's a new thing and Mm -hmm. i was like sure i'll listen i've tried youtube for years it's not working i'll try tiktok whatever yeah so i got on there and i posted my first tiktok it was like this little like outfit corny little outfit thing and it got 800 views and i know that doesn't sound like a lot but like my youtube videos were at like 1.2 yeah you know and i was like it's that easy and i don't even have followers and i'm getting views on stuff yeah so that's when I realized it, if you make good content and get exposure, you're mm-hmm. going to blow up. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Know? So I did those kind of videos for a little bit. And then one day I was like, you know what? Let's try to do something comedy. So I put all my clothes on, like hoodies, whatever. And I drowned myself in my tub, my bathtub, <laughs> and made this like stupid joke. And that was my first like viral video. It hit like two million. And right. that was like in the second week doing TikTok. And ever since then, I was like, interesting. So... I'm just going to do relatable content that people love. Original. Yeah. And yeah. still be myself. And it seems like people like me, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. that's, I just took off with it. And then within a year, I hit a million followers. It's I was crazy. Pa- I was posting like eight to 12 videos every single day. That's crazy. Well, it becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. People ask me all the time. They're like, how do you keep up with all your social medias? And I'm like, it's work. It's yeah. business. No, if you look at it as work, you know that you have to do it. Yeah. It's not just like, I mean, it is fun, but it's your livelihood yeah it's your job yeah yeah for sure totally so you're getting gaining all this success on tiktok Mm -hmm. and you know you're pretty much like telling your story putting it out there you are very open about mental health Mm -hmm. and i know a lot of people give you a hard time because of how you looked before yeah and as to now can you kind of take me on that journey and like how does that make you feel when people say stuff like that and then also you know why the transition with how Mm -hmm. you looked we all know there are things in life you have to compromise on like going out instead of staying in or eating fast food instead of cooking at home but when it comes to your health there is no compromise so don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines their family group chat their crossword puzzles just because they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. I know the next time I need a doctor, I'm definitely logging on to ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash bunny, B-U-N-N-I-E, and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash bunny b-u-n-n-i-e zocdoc.com slash bunny from crash diets to fad diets injections and pills the weight loss industry is a cash machine but it is all temporary because once you stop most people gain the weight back plus a little extra imagine all that time and money and you're still left hiding your body under baggy clothes or turning the lights off when you're with your significant other because you're shy or embarrassed about your body 
Well, Sonobello can help you change the way you look at yourself. In one visit, you will see the difference in your tummy, side, thighs, arms, or wherever you have stubborn fat. You guys know me. I let you guys know when I get stuff done. I absolutely do not see anything wrong with getting a little bit of laser lipo done. I had it done right before the Grammys and it smoothed my hips for my dress. And let me tell you, I will do it again and again and again. Schedule your free consultation and learn all about micro laser fat removal. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Sonobello is running a great special right now. Visit Sonobello dot com slash bunny b-u-n-n-i-e that's sonobello s-o-n-o-b-e-l-l-o dot com slash bunny hmm so it doesn't really bother me whenever people say that they like prefer how i look before because i know i'm still the same person yeah you're still gorgeous shave my head okay (laughs) like yeah it, it doesn't bother me and also like I know that those photos were heavily photoshopped. Right. You know, like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. I was face tuning the fuck out of my face. Right. Um, but but yeah. you're still beautiful. Oh, you still you. have the same face. Yeah, like, it's thanks. not like you look drastically different. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I like my new shaved head. Nice. <laughs> Very fuzzy. I wish I could shave my head. My head's too big. I have a Domongus. There's uh, no fucking way. I would look like fucking that dude off of, um, what is that fucking movie? Megamind? Predator. Oh. I was <laughs> going to say Megamind. <laughs> Just fucking like big. Yeah. Whatever. Whoever has the biggest head. That's me. See, but then you could look like a cool alien. Yeah. Literally. I don't know. My husband will be it. like just palm in my head. Yeah. But I don't know how the transition happened. It just like over time. Like. Did you just get tired of being like. Yeah every other blonde and like definitely because like inside i was like always this like super weird girl yeah like i have videos of me looking like with the blonde hair like dancing and like making cracking jokes and making the weird faces that i do but that was all behind like the camera you know what i mean and like if i ever had those videos no way would i post them you know yeah but like i was always the same person but now like i feel like the outside actually matches my inside more right because like i'm just i don't know embracing it's just a sort of like liberating freedom yeah totally not having to be a stereotype like i honestly i I felt better whenever i had gained weight and i had the grown out hair and like whatever versus like when i was a skinny little blonde like i felt better as the worst version of myself versus that which is weird i understand that yeah because you have to it's expectations society puts such ridiculous standards on women totally it's like men can age gracefully but okay. heaven fucking forbid if a woman gets a damn wrinkle or she literally her head, you know i know like, it's fucked up like, i'm thinking about botox because i have like a little tiny wrinkle on my forehead i'm like <laughs> listen i'm all for maintenance i'm 43 yeah so i'm all See, f- but you look like you're 20 i like, and you're you. in your 20s we can make out after this okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um but i i believe in maintenance yeah, because totally. i started getting botox in my 20s yeah. and that's why i don't have wrinkles now is because i did i got botox yeah not saying that you have to go out and get Botox. Some of you bitches are blessed and fucking don't get wrinkles at all. But yeah. that wasn't the case with me. My mom looked like Shrek. So I had to do everything I could do to yeah. fucking prevent that from happening. I don't have great genetics either. <laughs> I heard at 25, that's when your body starts actually like decomposing and like dying essentially. So next year's the year for a little Botox. God, I'm like the grip keeper over here then. Yeah, you, look, you look good. <laughs> it's all the drugs and alcohol I did yeah, that preserved me. <laughs> did you ever get into drugs and yeah. alcohol? Yeah. Can we talk about that? Sure. Um, so I've been sober for almost a year. Congratulations. Like, and stuff. Yeah. I've been sober for about, I think like six or seven years now. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, it sucks. But, um, I know. 
sobriety fucking sucks yeah it's the worst fucking thing i miss like the bar scene and doing the key bumps in the bathroom dude off the fucking dirty ass yeah. toilet stalls. yeah yeah i my ocd is on overdrive right like crowded all the girls in the bathroom and you're oh just like, dude i would fucking snort coke off strippers that i didn't even know fucking see i never got the chance oh Man. Damn it, Lowell, listen, if you ever go back, you got to do it at least once. All right, noted. <laughs> but, don't, but don't do it now because drugs nowadays, they're fucking just, you can't trust I know, you can't anything. trust it. Yeah, I know. I used no. to give out fentanyl test strips at the bars. Yeah. Like, everyone, if you're doing coke, like, make sure you don't got fentanyl. Like, we don't need any overdoses. Yeah, for sure. Narcan, stuff like that. Oh, but, yeah. take me on your drug journey. <sighs> so, basically, after the good old breakup, I had never drank. I was 20, 20, 21, 22. I'd never drank before. Like, he wouldn't let me. So I went out to a bar for the first time whenever things started just falling apart. He wouldn't let you. He seems no. like a real controlling. Yeah. Like he wouldn't let me have friends. I had this gay friend that like a gay guy. He was so pissed. So pissed. I dude was insecure as fuck. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Like he didn't even have any friends. Like shut the fuck up. What a Anyways. turd. Yeah. But um, clearly he's fucking gaming with 16 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> Shows his mentality. Yeah. Anyways. But um, yeah, I started drinking for the first time. And then, you know, a friend of mine pulled out a little Coke bag. That was fun. Yeah. It was very fun. Um, <laughs> but then it got to a point where, I don't know, in my head, I was like, Coke is going to help me focus and it is gonna help me wake up in the morning and it is gonna help me get creative because i thought it did coke made me shit that too <laughs> like every time yeah. you know everybody who's doing bumps of cocaine they've got skid marks and yeah i know for sure you are going straight to the bathroom and taking a dump <laughs> yeah that's literally what it was like take a bump you go shit yeah take but a bump take a dump <laughs> literally a bump and a dumpy <laughs> yeah exactly um, but yeah i started like doing coke in the mornings to like good lord be creative and shit you're like, fucking savage yeah i had bad. to be shit-faced to do low see that's what i mean at first yeah but then i was like this is helping me like i love you into my she's zone. like i found a positive and a negative <laughs> literally <laughs> um but then you know you start hearing the birds <laughs> your heart beats like <laughs> god you can hear uh, your heartbeat in your fucking ears that's the worst dude um and then like start drinking mouthwash to calm down literally Occasionally, I would go on benders with my friends, you know, like a couple days of just straight drinking and blow. Mm. Um, but I never really liked doing that because like the voices. Yeah, no. <laughs> terrifying. It's, no, it's um, brutal. And the last time I did coke heavily, um, heavily at least, I was at my house on a bender with one of my friends um, and I had been doing a snorting lines of Adderall, snorting lines of coke. Damn. And drink, drinking heavily. Your heart was like, which way it is was up? Fucked. It was like two days. Um, and then I tried to go to sleep. Mm. And that is the worst feeling in the world when you just yeah. want to sleep on drugs and you can't. And you can't. Yeah. That's and why we used to drink mouthwash because it had alcohol in it. Oh, that's smart. No, yeah, I mean, is it? But your breath is going <laughs> to smell great. I mean, is it smart or is it desperate? <laughs> Maybe a little bit both. <laughs> Iconic. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember like laying in bed and. I don't know if I was overdosing or what this was, but I felt like this is going to sound absolutely batshit crazy, but I felt my soul like leaving my body. Mm. Like I was up there. Yeah. And I would have to like keep coming back to consciousness to like suck it in almost. And it happened all night. And I remember like I've never prayed before, but I literally sat there and I was like, listen, if I fucking wake up in the morning, like I will not do this shit again because i literally thought i was dying like i could feel my heart and like my soul was leaving and that was Mm. so scary and i woke up the next morning thank god and i woke up and i just started crying i was like i cannot believe i'm here like Mm. that's crazy 
yeah but yeah that's when i was really like okay you have an issue yeah and you need to cut it the fuck out sometimes we need hard lessons like that yeah i was on a bender one time so fucked up in my house by myself i tried to smoke cocaine like it was crack you're done (laughs) that's why we drink and i've never told anybody that but it was one of those vendors where you just get weird you know and it's fucking i think i was digging in the carpet and found like a couple like fucking just hard rocks that hadn't been broken up that i could snort and tried to fucking smoke them and i was like smoked a fucking two packs of newports that night and i just remember thinking like i can't live like this anymore this is fucking yeah. gross you know and carpet you hairs from the outside you're like what the yeah fuck yeah but, like looking back on it it's wild i love that you had enough um you know self-awareness mm-hmm. to be like this is not how i should fucking yeah. live yeah no it's it i think it really hit me i was gonna go see my dad i've never told anyone this but mm. i was gonna go see my dad and i went over and i was even fucked up when i would go see my family um and i remember my dad hugging me and he was like i can't feel anything but bones and that just broke my heart mm-hmm. i was like i didn't even realize that i was getting like so skinny yeah and until he said like i can't feel you i can just feel bones Aww. it broke my heart Aww. yeah so dad kind of indirectly saved you too in yeah a way. yeah totally like just feeling how sad he was like he didn't even know what was going on but right just even hearing that i was like okay like I can't have my dad say that to me. But at the time I was like, that's a compliment. Like, <laughs> right. skinny. Cause we're so sick. Our eating disorders were like, no, literally nothing tastes as good as skinny. Literally. <laughs> that was another reason I did it too. I was like, I don't want to eat. So <laughs> <You know. laughs> see the thing is, is I wouldn't eat while I was on it, but Lord, when I came down literally. pizza, fucking the Domino's uh, pizza, uh, chicken kickers oh were my God. thing. I mean, yeah. I was fucking robust for a, a Coke addict. Yeah. Okay. Like just pleasantly plump. I know I could even eat on it sometimes, which was disappointing. I'm like, <laughs> come on. What's the point? So on the road to sobriety, yeah. how easy was it for you to quit? Were you able to just wake up and be like, you know what? I learned my lesson. I don't want to do this. Or was it more of like you, it was kind of a process. Yeah. So so it was cold turkey it was not a process like at me, all i'm the same way yeah, once i'm like, done with something i'm like fucked up yeah literally like once i put it down i didn't pick it back up and that's just that good i'm so proud of I, you I a miss- lot of people can't do that yeah. you know but whenever i say people are like how did you stop doing pills and stuff and i'm like i just didn't want to do them one day yeah. and i never did them if, again if, you, if in your head you don't want to do something you just won't you know what i mean yeah like, if you're like i don't want to do this shit anymore i think it's where you get to a point of just being so disgusted with Literally. yourself and you're just like what in the fuck like who am i what am yeah. i doing like i'm a, better than this, i'm smoking you know? cocaine rocks you know Literally. Like, <laughs> like, with carpet fuzz on them you I know mean, like i can't do the drip's this not worth it come on <laughs> at all so let's talk about sobriety. We, yeah. we had started touching base on that, mm-hmm. and I told you how much sobriety sucks. Yeah. Um, how's your mental health since getting sober and moving to L.A.? And uh, how did you get to L.A.? Let's Ugh. get there. If you ask me, nothing stinks more than when your husband Dutch ovens you with a big, ripe, juicy one and then holds your head down under the covers. Except maybe body odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi whole body deodorant. Lumi delivers outrageous 72 hour odor control everywhere from your pits to your feet. And yes, even those private parts. As a special offer, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. 
You guys know I absolutely love Lumi. I rock it everywhere I go. I work long hours. So if I'm doing like a podcast run or if I'm out at one of my husband's shows or just overall anxiety ridden and I'm sweating, Lumi has saved me so many times, especially a toasted coconut. I feel like it masks my odor a little bit more and especially that right armpit that always smells like beef stroganoff. If you know, you know. Once again, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Since I switched over to Shopify, my business has grown expeditiously and upped my merch game. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bunny, B-U-N-N-I-E, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash bunny, B-U-N-N-I-E, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash bunny. So basically a lot of my friends, not only friends, but sober friends live in LA. Right. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's good to have like a good community around you. But also I was flying to LA like constantly. I was like, this is so much money. Like thousand dollar tickets back and forth, like constantly. From Florida. Florida okay. Yes. Orlando, Florida. So I was doing that and I was like, mm, I'm just going to move. And even before I, or whenever i met lou i even told him i was like listen i'm moving to la you can come with me you can stay it's up to you he decided to come with me yeah Um, lou is here you want to bring lou in come on in come on down lou (laughs) (laughs) you guys are so cute together thanks so you're gonna sit right there and then you can adjust the microphone to your liking and we'll kind of ease you into the story so we okay. We got Lou's microphone working. So I don't know if you guys heard before or not, but we're bringing Lou in because they met um, in Orlando before they moved to LA, yeah. and they were just telling us about their first night, their first date, meeting on Tinder. Take it from there, baby. All right. So we're talking, lots <laughs> of lots of talking, and then was it sexual talking? Of course. Yeah, baby. No. What so do we hold look on. Like? Oh, no. <laughs> So this is exactly what happened. Um, so it's really weird. I 
came from overseas because I just got out the army, right? Oh, okay. So I moved in with my brother because he was having a hard time because of my whole family situation. Right. Um, and next thing you know, I put on my Tinder bio. I know it's kind of silly to put it in your Tinder bio, but I put just looking for friends. I just moved here. Aww. But next thing you know, it's just like two in the morning. She's just sexual innuendo. Innuendo. I was sending like, you know, like the little gifs. Mm -hmm. I was sending like little sexy gifs. Well, she gets the point of Tinder. Tinder is like an app, an app to like fuck. Yeah. 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 What was it that attracted you to him so much? He had such a cool style and like vibe and like Florida people don't have that. I'm sorry. Anyone in Florida, (laughs) but like step it up. Um, but yeah, he had like a really dope style and he was also like in tune with his emotions and like he respected women crazy. Right. Right. So I was like this one right here. Oh, that's a good one. And what attracted sure. you to her? Uh, honestly, she was a lot different. Like she said, like all the people I've interacted with in the past, um, like platonic or not platonic, they were they were just weird. You know, they didn't mess well. I don't know if it's just because I'm anti-social with my Capricorn abilities or whatever you want to call it. I love that. I'm a Capricorius. Yeah. Hey. But, um, yeah. So next thing you know, when I met her, it was just so. Cap and Pisces are soulmate signs, by the I way. I know. That's okay. the first thing we looked up. Actually. We looked it up. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> So next thing you know, it was like really weird because like how you said, you know, it was that instant connection. Mm-hmm. Like even off the fact that like I first stated, hey, I'm just here for friends, nothing nature of that nature or whatever. Right. But next thing you know, she just like blended so well with me. Aww. And next thing you know, it just took off. It just took off. Like when she threw out the first, you know, little, <laughs> you know, little yeah. risky text, I was like, I'm receiving it. Fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're going to roll the dice. Yeah. Risk it for the biscuit. And yeah. Yeah. Like, I well, why do you think I went and picked him up in the middle of the night? Come on. Right. Yeah. So it's five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You're like, bitch, I'm coming over. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm picking you up. Huh. <laughs> so I yeah. hop in my car and I drive to him and I'm in the boonies of Florida. I'm like, I've never been here before. I'm scared. Anyways, I park on this dark street, turn my lights on and I'm sitting outside waiting. And all of a sudden he comes up to me and he kisses my cheek. I've never even like met this man before but that was his promise to me he was like i'll kiss you on the cheek when i see you whatever oh make sure it's not some stranger i know right stranger (laughs) danger i was like okay Ah, (laughs) she's like it's 5 a.m my motor's revved and roaring (laughs) ready to go i'm ready to roll (laughs) um but you can explain what happened when you got in the car oh lord so i don't even know how it happened like in her profile you know i was oh she smoked cigarettes i'm like okay whatever i smoke cigarettes not a big deal right (laughs) i thought you know the whole memes of like some women having messy cars was like not real i, I, I thought that was like oh that's just a misogynist thing dude made up <laughs> i opened the passenger door and all you hear is arizona red bull can. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to sift inside her car. literally like i did not clean the car out for him there's red bull cans stacked <laughs> bitch i love you that is she's like take me as i am I'm oh like, yeah here we are <laughs> <laughs> i have arrived literally i didn't even yeah. like i didn't i wasn't even like Oh, just watch out for the kids. Yeah. I'm like, I just let him get in. No the eagle warning. has landed. Literally. He's <laughs> like, here we are. Yeah, it was like instantly, I was like, this is my kind of woman. Oh, yeah, he's I was like, like I love a trashy bitch. Yeah, yeah, like literally, I was just like, don't worry, I got you. <laughs> I was like, you want a bro? I'm like, yes. <laughs> She's like, you see my car, you should see my pussy. <laughs> I love that. Just as chaotic. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But so you guys go to, back to your place yeah. and what happens there? We're the like fun old, doesn't stop. No, we're like old people when we get inside. I'm like, this is my home. Would you like a pot of coffee? We made a pot of coffee. F- a pot of coffee at 5 a.m. Yeah. Well, you weren't on blow, were you? No. Okay. Of course not. That okay. was like a couple dates later. Okay. Yeah. Um. She's like, I was sober and somber. Was, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah we made a pot of coffee and then we have a similar 
artist that we love, Orville Peck. Mm. He was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like mm. our favorite. So I had I had a record player. I had Orville Peck record. He used to be married to Kat Von D, right? I don't know. I, don't think I might be thinking of the wrong Orville. No, no, no that's a different guy. Yeah, okay. Different guy. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Never but, mind. Yeah, scratch that. On, <laughs> but I don't know Roses who he is. is Falling. That's our favorite song. Aww. And we danced and then we kissed. So, yeah. And then you know where things went from there. Right. This one, oh my God. It's like sometimes I have to wear a chastity belt around her. It's <sighs> really bad. Like, She's horny. Yeah. That's Sorry. good. I don't even know if that's the word. It's feral. She's a- <laughs> She's Pisces. She's a Pisces. Yeah. I'm a Pisces Venus. I'm feral too. Yeah. Like you, I have you. I have an insatiable appetite for sex. Like literally, it's like bad. the Rob Zombie song. I know. Swear to God, like it's just you can't yeah, stop it. And, like I'm sure on the first date it was like 15 times. It Good lord! And yeah, you kept good. up. Yes. Lou. <laughs> I just got out the military. I still had the stamina. I didn't have. You know, <laughs> no, I'm good. Lou is the man. <laughs> I know. I love that. It was wild. I was like, so, you know what? You're, you respect women. You're fucking like no other. Yeah. Like Like, you fucking hit the jack or you guys both hit the jack. He likes my trash. Yeah. (laughs) Literally eat my trash. Literally. Shout out Chelsea Lynn. He accepted me with four cats. Ah, I love that. Yeah. So, but you guys also did something odd the first night yes, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You it got, they, shit, shit got weird. Literally. Yeah. Literally shit got weird. <laughs> um, so on first dates and just dates in general and around new people, I have a, like a fear of shitting. Like, I don't want to like blow yeah. up my bathroom and then you walk in. I don't know no. why. That's like my thing. Now, listen, the m- most turned off I've ever been was a guy took a dump before he climbed his shit crumb ass into bed to have sex. And that's all I could think about. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I was, was just like, God. there's the point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I was so afraid. And I was like, I had a studio apartment, too. It wasn't like I had this big place where I can go like be alone. Like, he's going right. to hear it. You didn't have a, a number two bathroom. No, he's yeah. going to hear it. You know? <laughs> so... I was like, or he pitched the idea, like, let's just take laxatives. And I was like, <laughs> not drugs, laxatives, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why. Because I wanted to be comfortable. And yeah. I guess the idea was that, like, if we're both just shitting so much and, like, interchanging yeah. in the bathroom, then we're just automatically <laughs> comfortable with each other. Were you guys still banging during this? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are just little dirtballs. Yeah. I Honestly, love it. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love it. It's bad. Me and my husband are dirtbags, too. The laxatives didn't hit until, like, 5 a.m. Oh. It like was so bad. The next day. The next day. day. Yeah. yeah, we took... So you guys literally just stayed together 24 yeah. hours. Aww. Yeah. No. It was great. But, yeah, we are just... I ran to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> it was not fun. He ran to the bathroom, and he woke me up, because, like, he was going, going to go to the bathroom. And, like, as soon as, like he woke me up i was like oh my god i'm about to shit my pants <laughs> like i'm about if, to shit <laughs> what if one of you guys had to like shit in the bathtub while the other one was shit literally on the toilet? that was the fear it almost got to that point no i have a drain i used to have a drain out on my balcony that was like the second idea i was like i'm just gonna shit in the drain and then like what like dump some water down it oh god I don't know. but yeah we were like interchanging in the bathroom for hours and it was, it was just like booty freckles all over the toilet seat dude it smelled like rancid ass I love that. That's what I call him. I call him Pepperbutt because he has like little turds stuck yeah, in his sure. butthole all the time. Yeah. <laughs> How rude. So, I mean, that's love. Yeah. You guys literally had to fall in love at first laxative. Yeah. And it was just like so nice because like after that whole interaction, it was we're, we were so comfortable pooping. You know Aww. what I mean? Like, how can you not be? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. You literally, you guys literally. fucking opened up that door wide open. Yeah. I love but. that, though. So take me on this journey. You guys decide to stay together. Mm-hmm. What happens yeah. after the first night? Um, I think I, I think I took you home, and then mm-hmm. like a few days later, we hung out again. Yeah. And like, it, so basically, like we hung out the first day, 
after that, after a lot of pooping, <laughs> I was tired. I was like, all right, dog. I got to go. I mean, you rammed her 15 times and shit your brains out. That's like, you were probably dehydrated. The bad thing yeah. is, though, like, as soon as he dropped me off that morning or, like, that afternoon, I had a sift to go work with my brother. Oh, no. At a restaurant. Yeah. Oh. And I was just, like, in the dis... Because, like, I just got out the army and everything like that. I was waiting for all my transfer paperwork. So, like, just to help my brother out because he was going through a really rough time. Yeah. So, I was like, all right, whatever. I'll go wash dishes if I have to help you out, man. Whatever. So, I'm doing that. And I'm, like, half asleep after hanging out with her. And next thing I'm like, all right, you know what? Fuck it, dude. Fuck it. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then after a few more times hanging out, he literally moved in. I love that. She told me move in. Yeah, I was like, come on, come, 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 come. Yeah. So yeah, and then he moved in. Oh, she's like, come, come, come. come yeah, here. it was like after her second date. She was just like, oh hey, I really like you, da 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 da. But you know, are you cool? Because you know, with her his um, prior history, my prior history with dating, we both are like kind of sketchy with dating. Yeah. So she was like, you mind taking it? Like if we take it a little slow, like go on a couple dates first. Not even the second date, we get coffee, <laughs> and then she turns, she's like, I can't wait. I'm sorry. Do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. And then we moved in shortly after that. Um. I think those are the best relationships. My husband and I got married a month after meeting each other. Literally. And if you know, years. you know. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. You yeah. just gotta follow it, you know? Yeah. Especially right. for people like us who are fucking anxiety ridden yeah. and, you know, dare I say mentally ill because we all have yeah. a little bit of it. Um, you know who your person is yeah. and who you feel mm -hmm. safe with. Exactly. And that's a feeling that you never want to let go. Yeah, exactly. I remember telling you that like on our first date, I was like, I've never felt like so safe and comfortable. Like on our first date, usually mm -hmm. I'm like anxious and like shaky and I, I can't think straight, but like I was just comfortable. It's like I already knew you for like years. Aww, yeah. It was really sad me. to hear like a lot of her background story. You know, like I remember... You don't mind me saying that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but like one one time, I think we were in bed watching The Price is Right out of all things. <laughs> just yeah. watching The Price is Right. Bob team. Barker. Yeah. yeah I love him. Weird. I always wanted to go on that show. Yeah, we were yeah. watching that and then eating like what, Guy Fieri or something? Yeah. It, it was so Guy weird. Fieri. But like I went like, you know, to do the, like the arm over so she can like, you know, lay on me or whatever and she flinched a little bit and that shit broke my heart, you know? Like mm -hmm. that shit broke my heart because like she was saying, I grew up watching that always so when i like when she did that i was like no 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 drop yeah. like literally drop everything pause the tv and like comfort her immediately you yeah know? because that's just the type of person i am Aww. well now i am because yeah. i'm not gonna lie we all have problems yeah you know? for I'm a better sure person now. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so you were in uh you grew up in an abusive home also oh yeah boy. his was her, his was worse than mine <laughs> <laughs> i'm lightweight champion over here Aww. yeah i come from a puerto rican background so like oh they're wild yeah so like one, spicy yeah so one it's like for the men in puerto rican cultures it's like or just hispanic cultures and all you guys know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. it's like you're not allowed to really speak your emotion At you know all. yeah and then my puerto rican mother on top of that it's her way or the highway you know i remember being not even five years old seeing her put hands on my brother and i'm not talking about like hey bend over let me spank you i'm talking about hands Aww. on my brother yeah. you know she put me through a wall put mm. him through a door um to what your scars from oh yeah i got a hammer mark right here yeah it's like the two little things yeah, of the a hammer part of the hammer uh, Golly. That one. i got this scar on my uh, this cheek or this cheek this one yeah yeah i got the scar on this cheek from my mom you know but you know it's weird because yeah. like even though i know i'm affected i try not to like think Let that it. way yeah no i know? understand because like i know a lot of people in my like my personal life like i know a lot of dudes that were like girls and everything like that that you know Oh, my dad yelled at me, and they just hold it in. They victimize themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they just you can't do that. Negative, dark person. You know, mm -hmm. me. I took all that, and I was just like, "You want to what?" With my mom, it did take a long time. I'm not gonna lie. She's the only reason I talked to my mother today. No. You know, but like with my father, for example, R.I.P. Whatever you want to say. Uh, with him, it was like, 
really weird because like I never blamed him, but he would always like text me or whatever, like, hey, I'm sorry for leaving, da 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 da. And I'm like, dude, for me personally, I just, I don't know if it was just like a weird button in my head, but it just clicked one day where it was just like, nah, dude, you're a sick person. Yeah. You know, because like. Energy have, doesn't lie. Yeah, because like I have three brothers, you know, and we all have. Like, my oldest brother, we have the same dad, different mom. Mm-hmm. My middle brother, we have the same mom, different dad. Mm-hmm. So, one, it already sucked for me when my parents were getting broken up because it was like a mental tug of war game the right. whole time. But, like, me and my older brother, that's the one I moved away in Florida. We had a wild conversation at the bar <laughs> out of all places. But, hey, that's where the best conversations happen Yeah. And I remember we were, like, sit-faced. And he asked me, he's like, hey, what do you actually think about Pops? You know? And... Hey, I'm going to tell you, honestly, like I told him, I was looking dead in the face and I was like, I'm sorry to say it, but fuck our father. Because when things got tough for you, what did he do? Pick up and leave. Mm -hmm. When stuff got tough for me, what did he do? Pick up and leave. Like, yeah, you can, you know, be apologizing all you want, but the fact that he never accepted responsibility is what bothered me the most. Right. But then, you know, after like drugs, alcohol... And, like, that being intensified, because, like, I was doing all that probably, like, at 12, 14. Drugs then, and alcohol? Yeah. Wow. It, it was bad. Like, wow. I started drinking probably, like, at 12. You grew up in Florida? No, I grew up, actually, in Buffalo, New York. Okay. Yeah, My I father's up... from Kew Gardens. Okay. <laughs> in wow. Queens. But, yeah, no, I grew up in Buffalo, New York, so it was, like, really wild. Yeah. You know, and I don't know how it started. I, it all started probably with my uncle being like, hey, here you go, kid. You know, wow. and it just went downhill from there. But, like I was telling her, it wasn't like I wake up and I need to drink at that time in my life. It was more like I wake up and like all the depression and all the suffering that I was going through, it was just like the alcohol would help numb it. Right, it was dopamine and serotonin. But I think that our stories like connecting on the first date like really brought us together too oh, yeah. well we're you like, guys are healing each other's childhood no, trauma literally. together literally. we're healing each other's childhood trauma relationship trauma yeah it's just everything. that's the biggest flex i always tell everybody the biggest flex of a real couple is it's not how much money you make not how many goals you achieve mm-hmm. it's how much you guys can grow together yeah. exactly. that's the real flex because yeah. so many relationships these days are fucking so toxic and people oh, no. thrive in that and it's like yeah. why do you want to live like that break yeah. these generational curses and actually like make each other better humans exactly you know so for you guys to be able to do that all from a fucking laxative tinder date yeah i love <laughs> you guys yeah. yeah definitely healing my inner child like i think this past you, Christmas was like the first Christmas that, you know, we spent together and she bought me a gift and that was the first time anyone got me a gift. I'm not even gonna lie, 26 years old and I busted crying like a child. Yeah. And I was just like, no one's ever been this nice to me in my whole life. So thank Aww. you. Thank you for that. So yeah. Yeah. You guys can feel your chemistry Aww. through the screen. Like you guys look like you have so much fun and just really yeah. enjoy each other. And I, I love, love that, that you love her for her oh, and 100%. you just let her be herself mm-hmm. because I've been watching her for a, a long time, yeah. you know, so I got to see before you came in and then um, after you came in and just seeing the smiles that you guys both put on people's on, on each other's faces is just amazing in itself. Thanks. So, yeah, no, it's really cool. It super weird. Cause she was like, when we first met, she was telling me like, like she doesn't tell people she does like TikTok. I didn't even know. Cause I like me, I'm like a hermit. Yeah. You know, I don't go on the internet. None of that. Yeah. So, like, Especially in LA. You can't cause yeah, everybody's yeah. a fucking clout chaser. Yeah, cause she, I'm yeah. from the West coast. So I yeah, know. Yeah. No, cause like that's what she was telling me. Like one of her biggest concerns were when we were like actually going through the process of like the first stages of dating. You yeah. know, she was really scared. Like, 
oh, is he just a cloud chaser? Da 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 da. I'm like, yeah. girl, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't like no disrespect. I don't know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> but not in yeah. a bad way. It's That's like, great though. But it's no, like it I'm, I'm not on the internet, you know. Mm-hmm. And then like the reason I started TikTok was because she told me to do yeah. it. Well, yeah, you guys are we can do this together. Now. You're creative. Like let's let's kill it together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've so many experiences where people have just used me as a sugar mama essentially, mm-hmm. and I didn't know because I was blind and, and fucking stupid. Yeah. And I'm out here spending money on people like fuck those you know, just trying to be nice but yeah i mean you're a giver I, that's how i am yeah. i love whenever i first get with some i mean i still take care of my husband to this day but yeah. when you, that's like our love language yeah, is like let totally. me just pour myself into yeah. you i'll give you every fucking and bit it's, of me it's just so fucked whenever you do that and then you realize that people don't oh, have shit. the same heart as you yeah yeah they're just doing this because they know i will yeah and they're taking advantage that of that is the worst so you guys picked up for more like sorry i'm smacking him because he's over here no song long do you guys see me <laughs> yeah. shaking him i'm like, like shut him. up <laughs> um so you guys what made you move from orlando to la was it your for your yeah. friends okay. so i mean not only friends but i i had had this idea like before i met him and that's when i told him like as soon as we met hey i'm leaving to la you can come you can stay that's your choice and he decided to come with me um so we started looking for apartments and all of that but i really just wanted to get out to la because i was first off there's just all my family and i feel like i have so many connections in florida i just wanted like a fresh page right so um that's like the main reason i went out to la plus also like the opportunity out there which doesn't really exist yet (laughs) yeah but yeah la is not like it used to be yeah la used to have a sparkle to it and it just doesn't anymore i've been going to la my energy there are you kidding me? I never had to be medicated. And now I'm getting medicated. I swear to God, I told my husband last time we were there on tour, Haley, you remember this? When we were out there, I was like, this city feels so sad. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's something so dark about it. Somber. and It's almost like Sodom and Gomorrah in the Bible. I don't know if you guys even read the Bible and stuff like that, but it literally is just like... LA used to have this sparkle and like you would go there and like sunset would be glittery and Hollywood and like mm-hmm. it would just it was a different vibe and now when you go there it's just sad yeah it really is yeah like we've never like struggled or not I can't say we but I've never struggled this bad with like depression mm. like I can't get out of bed I'm not excited to for my day to start yeah type of thing like in Florida I would wake up and I'd be like I'm ready to go like let's film videos let's get creative let's go out for brunch whatever here I'm like uh I get out of bed sometimes yeah do like, you suffer with mental oh man we're both medicated oh man gotcha <laughs> it, my story is just uh it's <laughs> bad uh-huh. you know from physical mental uh emotional verbal abuse of parents all <laughs> the way to like um, abusive exes and all that Aww. like one i like i was in the, at the moment where i was like i don't want to argue so no disrespect to you i'm just gonna like 
put my headphones in because I'm not really trying to argue. You know, yeah. in the same voice I'm telling you right now. Yeah. And this lady, you know, the tall Red Bull cans, mm -hmm. full, just cracked open. Like, I just turned like this, she just spiked it. <clears throat> and that's how, like, in this ear, I have permanent, like, not permanent, but, like, every so often, like, the ringing. Mm. Or, what is that, tinnitus? Yeah, tinnitus. Yeah. yeah, like, just random, all that. Uh, when I was Sounds like you dated women like your mom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but um, next thing you know, it's just like really weird because after that, uh, I moved to Germany through the army. But then Germany was just a sit so. Mm. Um, that's where my addiction got really bad. Mm. Um, and I ended up in a German mental institution in Lonsdorf, Germany. God, what is that like? Uh, so it was weird. Um, because it was all during COVID, right? So when they first like put me in inpatient or whatever you want to call it. What properly, did you go in for? Was it drugs or just you were kind of like losing um, your mind? So it was weird. It was really, really weird. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say I wasn't addicted to drugs at the time because I was. What was your drug of choice? Uh, so it was a lot. It was either Coke, ketamine or dextromorphine, which is a, like, um, how do you call that? It's the, it's a high blood pressure medicine. You right. Know? But if you take a certain amount, it makes you hallucinate. Please don't do that. It's Good not Lord. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did a little disclaimer, like, please don't do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and it would be times like, for example, I don't remember September till January of 2020 or like 2020. Yeah. 2020 going into 2021. I don't even remember that. The only thing I remember one day was texting my little group chat of workers that I was with. And I was just like, Hey guys, I think I'm ready to get help, you know, Aww. and all my friends. And I remember it. Oh, I'm trying not to get sad about it. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I still remember the day, like literally, cause like I was a sergeant at the time in the army, whatever, whatever. So like a lot That's of times, amazing. That's not whatever. No, no, whatever. <laughs> the army's overrated. overrated. I mean, but still, thank you. Thank you but, for um, serving our country. No, thank you for the support. Thanks for serving. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, um, what's it called? And I remember cause like all these younger guys, they kind of look up to you when you're yeah. in those like leadership positions or whatever. So it's like a lot of the guys that are in those positions, you know, you got to hold into emotion. And on one day, like I said, I just texted the group chat, not even like an individual. I texted a whole group chat. Hey guys, I think I'm ready to get help. And not even five, 10 minutes later, every single individual's, I mean, an individual that was in that group chat showed up at my house, Aww. you know? And I remember the last thing I remember of that day before it was like blacking in and out, you know? The last thing I remember was I was standing outside on my back porch and snowing and everything. Everyone's like bundled up in Germany too, you know? Yeah. And I'm out here in, you know, my jorts and a tank yeah. top like this, smoking a cigarette. And I just see like a family walking by and I'm just like, you see that guys? I just want to be like that one day. I just want to be happy. I'm just tired of, you know, not knowing what the fuck's going on. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, I blink, come back. I'm in a German institution instead of the American one because uh, it was, you know, COVID and everything. So they had to wait till the American side got desanitized. The German side is scary. Oh, I could imagine. They it sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Like a German no, anything in ger nothing in German sounds sexy. No. At all. It is terrifying. The, they talk aggressive. Yes. Like, they're no. very aggressive humans. It was super scary because the lady... No offense to anybody who's German. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, it was super weird because, like, when I first get there, you know, the nurse is, like, talking to me in German. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> and she's, like, saying it with a smile on her face with a big needle in her hand. I'm like, no, ma'am. What are you doing? <laughs> you know? And then Excuse she ended up... Excuse me? Yeah. yeah. And she ended up taking... I call it the... American Horror Story episode. Yes, literally. But I called it the kinky room. I know it's not appropriate or whatever. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I called it the kinky room because it's like a little uh, hard table that they strap you down. Mm. Like, the lady, I was just asking. I was like, what is this? Yeah, like, like, let me know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I'm, like, I, sp I don't speak German. All mm -hmm. I know is like, hey, can I come? Like, can I get this? Yes, no. That's the only German I knew at the time, you know? Right. So just, and actually, you know, they put me there and then I'm sedated. I don't know. And then I wake up in an American one and they're like, 
how are you? And I'm like, oh, you're like, dear God, is this a fucking hallucination? <laughs> yeah, no, it was Literally. scary. Cause like I said, you know, uh, matter of fact, it was February. I think it was February 24th. Yeah. It was February 24th or whatever the day is before yeah. uh, Valentine's Day, whatever day that is. 13th. 13th. Yeah. Oh, is it really? No. Is it February 14th, Valentine's Day? Yes, 14th. Okay, then, yes. yes. Day before, I don't know where I'm coming with the 23rd. Mm-hmm. No, that was the last day I OD'd, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I have dark humor. I no, you're good. Um, but yeah, no, um, like literally, blink, German institution, no phone, no nothing. Blink, an American institution, no phone, no nothing. Blink, I'm back home, it's March. Wow. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Wow. Yeah, and at that point, I was just like, dog, I am done. Yeah, I have to stop or I'm going to die. Yeah, but it didn't take me till my father who passed away from cancer or whatever. Um, I know. Still, honestly, he deserved it. All right. Um, (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. But um, no, like it was really weird because like my cousin, he passed away from alcohol like that because his son um, got I think it was weird. His son passed away. So he got into drinking and all that. And next thing you know, my father, right before, you know, that last I don't know what it is with people who are getting ready to pass over. They just know, you know. And out of nowhere, even though like the overseas call, it costs like so much. My dad called me, called me, not on Facebook, nothing, like actually called me off his number. He's like, hey, kid, I love you. I will always love you. Just please promise me one thing. And I was like, what? And he's like, I need you to stop drinking, you know? And then two days later, that's when my brothers called me and they were like, hey, Pops is gone, gone. Wow. Yeah. And then I never like. That was his gift to you, though. Yeah, in his death yeah, yeah. my we, mom i had a similar situation with yeah, my mom we actually got sober year. together mm-hmm. we quit drinking together we're Yay. keeping each other sober so yeah well at yeah. first it was uh her so going, yeah, at first it was her going Thank completely you. sober in uh, september but me it was more of a cutback but then like january of this year is when i actually like fully cut it off like, right yeah. it's hard off. alcohol is hard Al- alcohol was last for me too like yeah. i could cut the pills out in 20 and blow in 2017 it took a whole year of and i think somebody drugged me and that's the only reason why i got yeah. sober off alcohol because i was so fucked up that this one yeah. night it was crazy oh, yeah. and it just took that one time when i was just like you know what i don't need yeah. this either not no. worth it yeah no. so you guys have been sober yeah i love that <laughs> It is very hard being sober because you have to get to know yourself yeah, and you have to feel things and that's never fun. Yeah. True. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like I ever used alcohol to like numb. Mm-hmm. numb things i was just having fun i was yeah. being a girly pop i don't yeah. know going out drinking <laughs> yeah i was a social butterfly too yeah. a social butterfly drinker I but i found out that i was just kind of numbing in yeah. a way um but making it fun you know but that True. was that's my journey not yours yeah um so being in la and being mm-hmm. so depressed do you guys want to leave la i don't know i'm so like 50 50 like we've been going back and forth about it I feel like because we're in downtown LA, like that's more depressing than other parts. All that energy is around you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you should probably. I'm like, should we just like cut this lease early, go to somewhere else, try it for six months, get a short little lease, and like test out the energy somewhere else, see if it's better. Go by the ocean. Yeah, or like by the ocean or something. I don't know. Test out the energy elsewhere. Yeah. And if it's still not good, guess what? I can leave, go back to Florida. I can go wherever I want to. Yeah. You know, I'm not held down. I don't have roots. Downtown LA is depressing. Every every time I go there, I always get a house somewhere else, like in in Malibu or like outside of outside of downtown because i just can't handle it yeah especially if you're an empath you are just soaking no, in everybody's energy yeah. and i've learned a lot like with energies too and i know this does not apply to everybody who's going through depression or, or anything like that but 
you can be picking up on other people's feelings Mm -hmm. and that can be affecting your mental health too. You know, and I'm not saying that happens to everybody, but like, you know, thoughts that come in your mind can be other people's and it's just because you're in that circle, that, you know, circumference Mm -hmm. of how many people are in fucking downtown LA. So it's just, it's, I don't know. It's so like messed up down there because my brain, I feel like it doesn't get a break. Mm. Like, our building is not like insulated at all so Mm. every car horn every car driving by every person talking outside i can hear it and i can't like i need quiet to think and i haven't been able to think since moving to la we went like Mm. on a little vacation out to the desert and it was peaceful and silent and we didn't hear a thing and for the first time since moving to la i was able to think clearly yeah like i didn't have a brain fog wow and i was like I, i didn't realize it though until i got out there to the silence like whoa i can think yeah i even feel better mentally yeah like it's it's wild so like since doing that like it's really opened my mind like okay we need to get out of downtown something's wrong here and if we go elsewhere if we don't like it i'm leaving yeah it's like mental health is like the most important thing oh for sure you can't put a price on peace ever like you know if la is not good for my my mental health fuck la i'll go somewhere else yeah you know vegas is right outside of la it's three hours away we were looking in like uh the desert yeah out there we're like what if you get a little house in the desert we have a house in vegas um and literally i will fly there to get out of here just to have a mental break and yeah. going there is i like, don't blame you it's clarity mm-hmm. like and it's the energy in vegas is awesome it's changed a lot over the years but it's still you still have the west coast yeah but not all of the darkness that comes yeah. with la like vegas is still dark it's sin city and fucking yeah. everybody gambles there and there's hookers and blow and all that shit but it's more of like a fun dark if yeah. i can compare the two rather than whereas it's like heavy in yeah. LA like yeah. suffocating dark I'm like, yeah mm, no dying. for sure it's oh, like yeah. a oh, lot of weird shit going on out I there know. My, my my experience is weird I'm, I'm like I grew up in cities and everything like that so I don't mind the noise and everything like that I'm oh not, yeah well I mean you're from fucking New York bro <laughs> yeah. and, and like you know even when you I was, feel at home in yeah, downtown yeah, LA yeah. like even when I was in the army you know like first place I got stationed was Korea oh wow but, you know, big, mm. big city over there, like multiple big cities over there. Yeah. Um, in Germany, I was like 30 minutes away from Munich. So it was just like party every day, you know? Yeah. And, you know, when we got to L.A., I didn't realize how much it affected her. Yeah. You know, like, because like me, like I said, I'm used to it. Yeah. You know, maybe it's the mental illness, the thing, the noises in my head, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> right. But I'm, I'm used to it, you know? Right. But when she told me that, like she would, she broke down one day and told mm. me like, yo, I cannot take this place anymore and i told her listen man i don't care if we go to echo park in california Mm -hmm. or we go to new york or we go to canada timbuktu you can tell me we're going back to your dad's house whatever you need me to do i will be there and do it for you simple as that that's a good man i know he'll just follow me anywhere ah that's what you listen i've been following my husband around (laughs) for fucking seven years that's your person you follow him around literally little dog (laughs) so what are you what do you guys want to accomplish in the next year in the 2023 and 2024 you know you know when people ask me that question i'm like listen i don't know what i'm doing tomorrow (laughs) like i don't know what (laughs) i love the honesty though like i don't know i've never had a plan in my life i just i don't know i have this is gonna sound crazy too but like i have the weird the weirdest trust in the universe and like it'll send me an opportunity i'll take it that's her no literally i'm like opportunity is gonna come my way i'll take it and i'll run with it yeah you know and if like, I don't know, if I feel something in my heart that I want to do it, I'll do it. Yeah. Like I thought about writing a book. I'm like, sure, I'll try it. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I'll try something else. Yeah. That's my mindset. I, I love that. I don't have goals. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you're accomplishing them every yeah, day. Just running with the wind. Literally just <laughs> trusting the universe has gotten you this yeah, far. So literally. 
How many followers do you have on TikTok? 5.7 million. Go, baby, go. I love seeing you in. (laughs) What about you, Lou? I I don't know if I follow you yet. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know if it's a good number or a bad number, but when did I start? Uh, August. Yeah, I started in August of last year, and I'm already at like 100K. Good. So, Yay. But she tells me it's great, but I'm like, I don't yeah. know what's good yeah. or not. As long no, as, as you're going and, up and mm-hmm. you're still trying yeah. and you're putting your all into it, that's yeah. all you can do. And yeah. I feel like it's harder happen. for men to get followers, too, oh, yeah. than it is for women because, you know, our, how our world is set up. Yeah. It's just like, you know, girls yeah, want to follow right. girls, guys want to follow girls, yep. you know, and men yeah. have to have like a niche yep. in order to get that Which online following. Which is really great because all I do is dark comedy and cannabis, <laughs> jokes, you know? I yeah. love it. You know, and then like everyone just loves it. Everyone oh. loves it, so I'm not complaining. I love it. And I'm proud of you for trying hard and, of course. you know, doing what you want to do and putting your full effort in and we're going to make it one way or another. So yeah. I think yeah. you guys are a great team. Thank you. And I love seeing you guys happy. I love seeing you happy. Thanks. I, I love being happy. happy too. Thanks. <laughs> I love seeing you happy. <laughs> well, it's that, that fucking 15 times a night dong. I mean, who I wouldn't know. fucking be happy? It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I'd be happy with 15 times a night too. Um, why don't you guys shout out your, your social media platform okay. so everybody can find you? Yeah. So I'm Morgan Presley XO on everything. Uh, on Instagram at beautiful Lou. And on TikTok, Luda Boo, but not your boo. Well, you just Her at, boo. At Luda Boo. Just at Luda Boo. Yeah. I love boo. that. Well, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Thank, thank you for you having for us. Having I can't wait to check in with you guys in yeah. like a year or two and see where you guys are at. Me. I will. I will. I'll, I'll get your people, my friends to get with your friends yeah. so we can be friends. Yeah, yeah. Get I your that. people to contact my people. There we go. Yeah. All for it. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Dumb Blonde. I will see you guys next week. Bye.